sports listeners. I'm your host, Erica Salda, the queen of team. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This whole hour of Santa Barbara Teen Athletes. Woo! And we're talking all athletes. Richard Dugan gave me this big thank you before the show started. I don't know what he's talking about, but you're welcome. If I did anything to be of service, that is what we try to do. My name is Erica Salda, the Queen of Team. You have landed on Team Sports Radio. If you just joined us, you're, I mean, we welcome you. We love you. Thank you so much. We've been here for 11 years. We love you even more. So go visit us on Facebook, smack like. Today we've got a great show in the house. We've got Don Sanders. Woo, Don! How you doing, Don? I'm very well, thank you. Nice. We've got Lori Cortez, owner of College Coaching Services. We've got Mountain Stage Healing, Richard Ellsworth, and of course another. How's got? I don't know. I guess you kind of another sister, right? Christine Marie. I would say you like a sister to us, right? Yeah. So um, I'm really excited. Of course, all wraps around Richard Dugan, our Dr. D, our uh, the oh. guy that fixes us, you know, <laughs> makes us uh, who we are today. Let me, let me let me let me help you with that. Let me help you with that. It's it's Dr. D, your audio physician. There you go. I like it. <laughs> Yeah, so we are looking. I've got three spots left for some commercials, and uh, and I always like to uh, reach out to our co-hosts and uh, let them share their love, you know, for all of their service to the show. So if you know of somebody um, in the community that we can give love to, um, it's going to cost maybe a, a hat or a cap or whatever. What are you? What you? Are you a large now still, Doctor D? Careful, careful there. Yes. <laughs> So, and because Dr. D, he wears t-shirts. I think when you give somebody a t-shirt, they don't wear it. And we had this thing going on for years and years and years. And I think you called it out twice when high school teams used to come out and give a high school t-shirt. Oh, yeah. And I don't know. We did something because Santa Barbara High School, whatever. And he had that Santa Barbara because, and he does not know who's going to be on the show. And it is so fun. And it's happened twice. Oh. He's like, that's the Superman, right? And then, yeah, one of those got, actually, actually, one of those times was Westmont College, and I was wearing their Westmont shirt because they were playing and winning. Yeah, there you go. I, that was the either the basketball or the soccer team. I forget. So anyway, it was funny that you mentioned that because I was actually down at the wharf, and the whole Westmont girls soccer team was there. And the person I was with, and I, and I looked at her. I go, "Walk on MVP eighty <laughs> two. <laughs> <laughs> myself okay but i don't think they know who i was um so anyway we got a great show today and we're going to start off after these messages with mountain sage healing we've got a lot to talk about dominique i want to do you wanted to bring up something and i want to bring up something so what we'll do is we'll have him do both sections i want to have him do a covid um Update. update you know do a little COVID, yeah but we're going to take a little twist on it not about covid whatever what we can do to prevent ourselves from getting it from right? getting sick that. from anything from anything a cold flu covid whatever this is going to be great and i know that don could add into that and then what did you want to do uh just participate in conversations with richard yeah <laughs> what about hormones no yeah <laughs> so then we're going to talk about hormones Okay, that's important. Okay, so we're going to do that after these messages. Get it on, and I'm gone. 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 Get it on
back, and this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salter, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. We're back. I'm excited. We're going to have Mountain Stage Healing and Richard, you know the two topics we want to talk about, so take it away. Decide which one you want to work on, and then what we'll do is we're going to go to Lori, and then we're going to come back to you because Lori's got to go early. Talk to me, Richard. All right, so let's let's start with COVID because it's the topic that's on everyone's mind and has been for, I guess, almost a year now. Um, so there are new studies coming out every single day on, on COVID specifically. And um, I've been keeping up with these and, and reading all the latest information to, to be you know informed about what's actually going on. And um, I really recommend that everybody do that too. Go, go online, go to pubmed.com. Um, it's where all of the the, the medical studies that, that are that are done in, in regard to all topics really um, are all sort of put together. You can go on there, type in your your search, type in COVID, and go in and, and read the relevant information. Um, so with COVID, the latest research is showing that it is actually a a flu, and and we know that we know that it's a specific strain of flu, and we know that it has certain variations, certain things about it that make it more difficult for the body to deal with than a lot of other things. We know that it lasts longer in the body. We know that, well, it used to be that it could be carried on surfaces. We, we now know that that's not true, um, but we know that it can survive in asymptomatic people, so on and so forth. Um, so what's, what's different now from what we knew then is that it does actually act and follow the patterns of a standard flu. Despite the fact that it is more aggressive, it follows the same patterns and we can prepare ourselves the same way that we would with a standard flu and still get the positive results with our immune system. So the immune system is obviously what we're trying to deal with when, when, we're, when we're talking about this issue and we want to increase our ability to process those things. So the, the, a couple studies that I was reading show that a specific supplement called colostrum is actually three times more effective at preventing flu episodes than vaccine. So that was one study. Another study suggested that colostrum and something called bifivir, which, which is a combination of, of probiotics and prebiotics, so that in addition to colostrum is more effective than, than um, vaccine at treating flu episodes. So really, really important to think about that. I would suggest going online, finding a, a clean source of colostrum. You want to make sure that it's from the first milking. Colostrum is what is released from, well, all mammals, really, when they're feeding their young, and it comes out in, in the milk. But it comes out first before anything else does. And it's packed with um, growth hormones, um, immunomodulators, IgAs, IgGs, um, really, really important. So the the study that indicated that colostrum and bifivir that that probiotic and prebiotic combination were more effective than flu we can actually try and replicate this so that substance the bifivir is not actually sold here we can replicate that by adding prebiotic foods to our diet those are all from root vegetables and i've talked about this with covid a million times the importance of, of root vegetables um, so those are your potatoes your carrots your turnips your parsnips your beets all of those different things and that you want to combine with with your your probiotics. I suggest soil based probiotics. I, I think that they're um, a little bit more gentle on the system. Um, there are some 
uh, there's one that I like called Floracist GI with with phage technology. It's it's by Life Extension and it's a capsule within a capsule, so it has a delayed release. So the first strain of bacteria releases into your stomach, and the second strain releases into your colon. So it's it's really upregulating your immune system. Um, so yeah, so so these are the important things to focus on. Again, it's it's not it's not that much. You know, you take a probiotic, you eat your root vegetables, and you take colostrum. Really, really simple. Your immune system will be on top of it. Um, also, the research is talking about things like vitamin C, vitamin D. Um, vitamin C is really important to take in, in high doses. I would even suggest as high as four grams um, a day. And you can get that in, in like a powdered form and it'll be buffered. So, you know, you won't get that really crazy sour taste. Um, so you can you can go online, go, go on, you know, wherever you want to go and, and order that. Um, really great. Vitamin D, you want to make sure that it's it's being absorbed into your system properly. A lot of people I'm seeing nowadays have low stomach acid and, and they don't necessarily break down the gel caps. So they can take that with a hydrochloric acid um, tablet um, or capsule, or they can take it with some some apple cider vinegar. That'll help to break that down. Um, and then, and then the other um, thing that, that you can focus on for, for vitamin D is taking um, vitamin D with uh, vitamin K2. And if you combine those synergistically together, then you'll, you'll be golden. Nice. Well, I'm going to cut out this little piece that you've done. And you actually, so I, I'm going to cut it out and you're going to edit it. And we're going to post this every place that we can post it because I find you know, now you're going into school to get your master's in integrated medicine. You're, you've got the background of a chef. You've worked at a Michelin restaurant. Your whole life is about healing yourself because of all the issues that your body has had. I just think that you're a great resource for people to, and to go down this road um, and see how they feel with it. Because I think a lot of it has to do with the feel. A person wakes up, I know, because I've slept for two days and now I'm way awake. Um, a person wakes up and then they, you have to go inside, look at the shadow and see what feels. Because a lot of times you go down a road. I know the two times in my life that I've had that really, was really, really sick. I did nothing to support my immune system. I was burning a candle at both ends. I was coaching two teams. I had a thriving, I mean, I still do, but I have a thriving practice being a crazy single mom. And, you know, I got a sniffle what did I do? I went over the counter and I took, uh, you know, got a sniff, I got a Benadryl, whatever. I did all these masking things, but I did nothing to support my immune system. And I remember that very clearly. So to, as you get older, you need to know, and it starts young, like when you're getting a little chewable vitamin when you're a little kid, whether I'm not suggesting Flintstones, Pets, <laughs> you know, whatever you can afford, but it's really important. Um, Don, what do you have to add to that? Because you're you're a lifelong healer yourself. Yeah, I'm I'm totally on board with his recommend on the um, powdered vitamin C. I get an instant lift. My I can feel my my whole immune platform lifting from powdered vitamin C. And I also like they're very simple, and you can carry them with you. But I really like elderberry and zinc lozenges. They I can feel a very a very um, strong kick up from those too, and and. Um, that's a that I, I was going to ask uh, Richard to to give that uh, website again about the I think you said PubMed. Yeah, it, it, if you just uh, Google PubMed, I forget if it's if it's a, a dot org or a dot gov at the end. I think it might be a dot gov. Yeah, but uh, but it's great. And, and of course, you know, vitamin D from sunshine. 
You know, you got it. I mean, if you can uh, have your breakfast out on the porch or whatever and get some sun and, and don't just spend all the time indoors, because like Erica mentioned, you know, a lot of this uh, this this shelter at place in place has been kind of hermity. <clears throat> I'm sorry, is that a word? Hermity? Hey, portmanteau exactly, right? words yeah. are really fun, you know, just, you know, use them at your own discretion. You know, year, years back, we got Namita with Namita's Cuisine in the house. And I tell you, she taught me a trick because um, we have uh, lemon trees. And what I just did is I corded them and I froze them. And I remember when Dominique got really sick, um, what I just did is I put them in the Vitamix and I added some honey yeah. with some ice and filled it with water. And that was just, I tell you, a couple really of days. Yeah, really refreshing. A couple of days of that. And I'm talking the skins and everything, skin, seeds, whatever. Yeah, I just yeah. blended. I made this amazing slushy. And I, I tried it once and I'm like, zing. <laughs> it really That's does great. lift. You know, yeah, honey, my lemon. I, got, I got frozen Meyer lemons in my freezer. I do the same thing in the Vitamix. Yeah, it's the same. And you just get this instant boost. So anyway, thank you for that little cheat. Namita with Namita's Cuisine. How you doing? We got a couple of minutes before we go to break. So wonderful to see you all um, doing good. I just finished off doing my first online class and it gives me such thrill that, you know, you're pumping up all the good items that we need during the COVID. I've become very, very good friends with Ginger. So um, <laughs> uh, doing all kinds of recipes where I'm bringing in the spices as aids even more so than before. So thank you so much for your knowledge in recommending us, you know, all your remedies as usual, my friend. Yeah. Well, we're going to get, you're going to have your little section at towards the end of the show. We've got Lori Cortez coming up next. This is Erica Salda, the queen of teen. Stay tuned for more after these messages. Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. College Coaching Services with Lori Cortez is up next. She's in the house. Uh, personal recommendation. She serviced both of my boys, Joe and John. She was priceless for the moms out there that can't deal with certain situations like their children who um, this is, it, it's a daunting process getting into college. Let me tell you, when you have your own coach and the way I always uh, mapped it out, if I'm going to hire a tutor for math or I'm going to have a batting instructor for batting, any type of assistance my kids need, I just found a way for it to happen. And when Lori um, introduced herself into the fold as being a college coach, it was a no brainer. I think I still 
think that John holds the record for summer of eighth grade as far as your youngest student. I was so happy. That is a Lori Cortez question. That is a Miss Cortez question. That's what I used to always say. How are you doing, Lori? I'm doing great, Erica. Thanks for having me. Yes, John does hold the record, and he also holds the record for maintaining interest all throughout the process. Oh, thank you. For sure, for sure. But I know that all my students now are, um, you know, that they're hopefully kind of seeing the light of this quarantining at at the end of the tunnel. I think things are starting to um, to fall into place a little bit more. I work with um, students from pretty much from freshmen through seniors. And I work with students across the country. And in some states, you know, students are back to school in person. I know in Santa Barbara that hasn't happened yet. But um, I think there's some hope out there that it that it will happen before the end of the year for sure. And uh, I think one of the things a lot of people ask me, whether they're, whether they're juniors or sophomores or freshmen, is, you know, how can I build my resume? How can I, you know, during COVID, it's, it's just so tough. And it is tough, but there are some, like a lot of online opportunities that you can initiate. And I think that's the most important thing is staying connected to your community and showing initiative to stay connected. So one thing would be like, possibly be online tutoring and it could be with elementary school kids or it could be with peers or you know even setting up your own little platform um you know just to be creative with it you don't have to have 30 people you could have two and start with that and and move on but i think creativity and and initiative are the key right now and then as things start to unfold and we start to get back you know to, to, to seeing people in person a little bit more it'll it'll be easier um, but, you know, universities are not expecting that students uh, maybe participate in the same amount of activities that they have participated in before, but they are expecting something. So they are expecting, again, leadership and initiative. So nice. uh, as far as uh, seniors go, many of my seniors are in a holding pattern right now because they are expecting to hear back from universities in March. And if they apply through any type of early program, they've probably already heard back. Uh, but if for students that applied regular action, they will hear back in March and they will be able to assess all of their acceptances. And then they give the university of their choice the final thumbs up by May 1st. That's the official date that they have to let the university know they will be attending. So universities always offer uh, what's called admitted students days or some version of that to to their admitted students. And that's really where they roll out the red carpet and they let people know that, you know, these are the programs we offer, social, academic, so on and so forth. Normally it is done in person. Last year it was done virtually, but it was done very well. So whether it's done in person, whether they're going to offer it in person or virtually this year, I strongly recommend students attend as many of these as possible. So you can really get a a good feel for the type of environment that you're going to be attending next year. The next Lori, I I have a question. This just popped in. I've been thinking about this for a couple of weeks. I actually was going to send you a text. So here, I'm going to put you on the spot. Don't you like when Erica does that? Um, Okay. So you have a school, you have a state like Florida. Okay. It's been open since September. They have all their sports. They're, they're never been shut down, blah, 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 blah. Um, going, all the kids are going to school. No, no, no. Then you've got, you take, okay, we'll take a random state. Okay. We'll say California that's been shut down. Okay. No sports, no, nothing. It's just been an absolutely blank show. Okay. So 
now I'm a college and then I have to assess both kids, one having like kind of sort of like a normal life and then one who's been a com- complete blank show. Okay. You could fill in the blank part. Um, how is one school, your Stanford, your Ivy League schools, your UCLA's, how are they, how are they addressing that? When you talk to uh, the schools themselves, because I know you do, you're that kind of um, uh, coach that are actually trying to get your, your kids an edge. Mm-hmm. So how are they looking at that? How is that fair? Where one kid is going online all these classes. The other is, you know, how is that? How is that okay? So that's a really good question, Eric. Thank you, Lori. <laughs> what happens when students submit their applications? The, the high school submits a school profile, and it details like all the classes that are offered, activities that are offered, and it is also now going to detail whether everything, what has been canceled, what has, whether they have had remote learning or if they've had in-person learning. So when the universities are evaluating the applications they're not comparing students from California with students from Florida, you know, just to use your, your analogy there. They're comparing students from like-minded schools. So they're going to say, okay, so I'm going to compare, this student from California has been online for a year. They've been remote. So their application is going to go in the same pile as another student who has been remote for a year versus a student who's been attending school in person. Does that make sense? Yeah, this is the, this is a problem I have because I know of a person that's really upsetting to me. I, I know of a child that was probably called the valedictorian of his class, but he's an at-risk kid, genius. But his whole life got tossed because now the online doesn't have the support at home because it's a dysfunctional situation. You've got United Boys and Girls Club that's only at 45%. So mm-hmm. he doesn't have, then you've, I think they stopped or halted the program at PAL. There's not a place for that kid. So now the four point whatever, oh, went down to a three point oh. I think he's even failing a class. So this is in his senior year. So how is that getting all factored in? So the, another good question, right? Thank so, you. Two for two. <laughs> yeah. Go kid. So on, on the applications, there is an additional information section where students would explain exactly something like that. Mm-hmm. So they would, you know, detail how the COVID has affected them, how, how learning remotely or whatever the situation is has affected them and their grades. And so they let, you know, they advocate for themselves as far as letting the universities know, reminding them, you know, that a very strong student, very eager to learn, but COVID has affected them negatively due to home environment or, or lack of, you know, technology or, or, or whatever it has been. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, that's the best that they can do with that. But um, yeah, senior year grade. That's a really good question because we don't want our kids to lose heart. So you're yeah. saying if you've been severely impacted by the COVID lockdowns, right. keep going and yeah. submit and that there's an opportunity. Oh, absolutely. Uh, uh, yes, Dominic, absolutely submit those applications because there, some applications even have a specific, um, ha- how, how has COVID negatively affected you? So, so some of the applications are even that specific with it. Mm-hmm. But even if they don't have a specific section for COVID, they have an additional information section. Mm-hmm. And it says, you know, describe here any anything that is not reflected on your application. And then then the flip side of it too is like, you know, you have those nerdy girls. I mean, I'm not just trying to, you know, move forward with the conversation, 
like say the Dominique, the librarians, okay, <laughs> of the school. And then now and she's <laughs> exactly, and she's exploding in this infrastructure because she's not getting bullied. She gets to go inside and she's just now her 4.2 went to 5.0, just like that. And she's loving life. I mean, she doesn't want to go back to school. She loves the whole online thing and she's exploding because of it, because school for a lot of people, if you're feeding off a leaky energy like myself, the athletes, the popular people, school is great. But when you get really the introvert, but highly intelligent persons, because they're different, a little odd. They they may be getting bullied, (laughs) just a little bit bullied. So, you know, I could see both. So I love the fact that maybe moving forward when we come out of this hole, that the options still remain because why should a kid go back to school? If they're excelling on an online experience. Right. If they're exploding. Exactly. And that's a whole nother like structural question, I guess, because then, then that involves with the teachers, right? That involves that they have to actually be teaching in person and online at the same time. Well, my last question, and then I, and then I know you got to go because we got two minutes. Um, The AI is there. Okay. So we don't need a teacher. I mean, you need a teacher, but we have the technology. If somebody wanted to do the online, do you agree? I mean, I, from what I've seen, some pretty cool stuff that's out there right now. That's, you know, that's available. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's going to be available on the high school level, but you know, I mean, you, you know, as well as I do, if you did a course, you could teach 50, I have a friend that's teaching a course right now. It's 1500 students. Right. If you do it online, right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it's available. I think what I was saying is um, it's difficult if you're teaching a class in person and then you also have students who are who are learning remotely in that classroom with the in-person students. So it would have to be a different type of structure right. they'd need to figure out. It definitely entails different instructional tools. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Because I do think that I still think no matter what, remotely or or in person, that that one-on-one teacher contact is important to students and whether students that are learning remotely re- meet with their, their teachers in office hours during office hours or whatever, I still think that that one-on-one connection is really important. And I know I've been, you know, working remotely with my students for, gosh, I think it's going on seven years. Yeah. And, you know, most, my students don't really see a difference. We, we get to know each other pretty well. Then we just do have those one-on-one connections. Yeah. And, you know, I just think that that, that human element of it is really important. So a shout out to the kids that if you haven't interacted with any of your teachers one-on-one, check out their office hours and take advantage of this, that it's incredibly important to your education to have one-on-one time. Not only that, Dominique, that's a really good point, but juniors, you're going to be requesting letters of recommendation this year. You should request them at the end of the year. And if you don't, if you feel that you don't know your teachers very well, absolutely make appointments with office hours and ask them some questions and, and get to know them so that when you do request those letters of recommendation and they agree, they can write stronger letters because they'll know you better. So, yeah, that's, that's a great well, point. Well said, Lori. Lori, we love you. Thank and you so much. And you're easy to find, College Coaching Service. Say, tell me your, uh, your email address again. Uh, it's just collegecoaching1, the number one, at gmail.com. Nice. Lori Cortez, College Coaching. That's it for right now. We'll see you next month, Lori. We'll be back with more after these messages. Thanks, Erica. Bye, everyone.
Eric, and this is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Eric Assault of the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Christine Marie, she brought up something during break that she wanted to explore. She's going to pull a card for Namita, Namita's cuisine. So talk to us. What's which? Uh oh, here we go. <laughs> so here's the cards. Just showing them to Namita really quick. Namita, put your energy in those cards. Zoom, 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 zoom. <laughs> I'm all nervous. <laughs> What'd you say, Namita? <laughs> and I'm all nervous all of a sudden. No, this is wonderful. Oh. What okay, so, so <laughs> the card that came out today is the eight, eight of swords. And it says interference, but um, it's about that um, you might feel stuck right now in a certain place. There's like a woman in the, in the middle of a circle of swords, and it looks like she's got puppet strings on her hands and legs, but she has one of her hands on one of the swords. And with this card, I feel like you might feel like you're in a waiting pattern right now, but it's just because all the information isn't in just yet. And as soon as the information comes in, she pulls the sword, cuts the strings, has made a doorway in the circle of swords and then has a tool to use. She can beat that sword into a plowshare. You can do whatever you want with it. But so it just basically says that there is, you know, that you might feel like there's something holding you back, but just wait, there's still more to come. And once it comes, everything, like sometimes I feel like when the universe is working for us, there's like things that are, have to come into place before everything can flow. And so you're just waiting for that one last thing. And then when the information comes, it will all move forward for you. Oh my is God, it a lot of sense. Thank you. <laughs> not going to go into my story because we'll stay here for a long time, but you completely hit the nail there. Thank you. That was <laughs> So talk to, talk to us, Namita, about what you're doing. You well, you know, the interference is this COVID thing, too. You know, I mean, I've had to reinvent myself. Me, too. I miss the contact with our community. I miss, you know, the music, the, the getting together, the communal contact in itself. So it's become, even though a wonderful way of introspection, but you know me, that I can't sit still and I need to still be offering what I do. So yes, I've reinvented myself in these last three months by the AI technology. I've been through a lot of processing around that. Um, first of all, feeling like a major narcissist and being in the camera all day long. I don't understand the whole selfie culture or, I mean, it's very new to me and extremely intimidating. Join the club. <laughs> not alone. You know, I'm the kind of person who forgets to charge my cell phone. You know, it's that kind. So then all this technology. However, I've always believed that we need to progress with our youth. And in order to relate to them, especially more due to forced circumstances, then I needed to do my part too. So it's actually been fun. Um, we have taken quite a few videos today. I just finished my first chai class online and I was pleased to say that 10 people signed up and they all sent amazing feedback as they were sipping away on their fresh chai. So I wanted to offer to Teen Sports Radio a raffle of raffling one of my classes coming up um, as a thank you for always being part of the family here. 
and also as a way of encouraging people to learn Ayurvedic cooking, which is super healthy during these times. So since we have so much time in our hands these days, to play around with our diet, try something new, see our body responds, it's a good opportunity. And I do try to make these classes not only fun, but also enlightening with the knowledge of the spices that I like to share. Yeah, well, we, we started that a little bit in my kitchen. Funny quick segue, when I showed Dominique the video of you making a homeopathic milk tincture before you go to <laughs> for bed sleep. for sleep, Dominique looks at it and she goes, whose kitchen is that? And I go, well, that's my kitchen before you moved in. <laughs> Just like train wreck now. <laughs> Not funny. So anyway, what I want to do is um, also let's update your commercial. Let's let's get with uh, Dr. D. What's and your website? We'll get your website and then we could do the, the new commercial just offering these classes to help promote what you do because we love you and it's important. What's Thank your you. So as soon as the you know restrictions are lifted, then I hope to resume back in service of the community, both with deliveries as well as our catering projects. It's just in the food industry, especially because we work with a lot of vulnerable audience that might be having some health issues, it becomes very tricky for me even to hire staff because I can't be running behind them to check where they've been. And I know that a lot of our clients really are trying very hard to take care of themselves. So in honor of that, we're putting that on a hold for now. But as soon as the restrictions are lifted, we'll, we'll be back. Fantastic. Well, Namita with Namita's Cuisine, coming from over the pond, as they say. We appreciate you. We love you. We've got to take a little break now. This is Erica Salda, the Queen of Team. We'll be back with more after these messages. Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Fantastic. I love it. What a great show we have today. Next up, Richard, Mountain Sage Healing. I've been excited about this segment. We saved it for last. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. So Dominique actually set it up. Well, uh, Richard came in with a huge smile on his face and he said, can you tell what I've done different? Uh, uh, I've done something different, majorly different in my life. And it's making me happier, more confident and stuff. We couldn't figure out what it was. So Richard, tell us what you're up to. Yeah, so this starts with a little story. So, you know, I, I've been having some some difficulty with, you know, anxiety and depression and just alternate. And I know everybody's going through that because of COVID. And, you know, I've been popping supplements like crazy, you know, the GABA, the 5-HTP, the St. John's War, every anti-anxiety supplement you could possibly think of. I was taking it 
no difference whatsoever. And, you know, I was going through my coursework and learning different things, and I decided to try a different angle. I decided to target my hormones and see what would happen. So I started to take hormones that would naturally upregulate testosterone. And within two days, my, my physical body, my emotional attitude shifted dramatically. All of a sudden, I have all of this, this confidence. It's so easy to let go of, of the negative things that, that happen. I am overall happier. I feel stronger. And there's this, there's this, there's this more masculine energy, I, I guess you could call it, that, that, um, that, that I feel that, that is just, uh, I don't know. It's, just, it, it's put this whole new perspective on life that's just um, absolutely phenomenal. And I know that it can have this effect on, on a lot of different people. And the problem that we're dealing with right now is that with food and environment, um, the, the, the water that we drink, um, the things that we eat, all of these things are impacting our hormones. And, and most of us are, are estrogen dominant right now. And for, for some people, that can be a good thing. And, and for others, it's not. So really bringing that back into balance I, is critical. All right, Dr. G, you wanted to add on that. Yeah, I would say that what Richard is describing is the kind of balance that we are looking for in our society, civilization, and on our planet. I know that I've heard an awful lot over the last few years, you know, for example, the Me Too movement and so forth, and a lot of people get the wrong message, just like they got the wrong message from uh, Tim Allen when he was doing his Men Are Pigs, and that he was anti-woman. Well, and women in the Me Too movement are not anti-men, and the more I converse with people, what I'm finding is, that women don't want to take over they want a partner they want and and so we, if we like you richard have gotten the balance between your masculine and feminine not macho but the masculine part of you balanced with the feminine part what, what's uh, what was it gandhi said be the change you want to see and you're doing that nice christine um, I had a question, Richard. So you said you've been taking hormones. Like, what are you taking? What is it that you're doing? Like, is it a natural hormone or I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm wondering. Right. So it's not hormones specifically because that, that can really throw people off. But what, what the idea is, is that you're giving your body the resources to naturally balance out your hormones. Okay. So with, with dealing with, with so much estrogen, one of the things that you want to do is increase your vitamin D. And we were talking about that earlier with, with immunity. And almost everybody I know is deficient in vitamin D. Even if you're outside, you know, get, getting sunlight every single day, I, I guarantee you it's not enough. I guarantee you're still deficient. And then the reason for that is, is that, is that we, we have very few dietary sources of vitamin D. You have it in your fatty fish, your yeast, and your fortified milk and, and fruit juices. And we know that there are health problems with, with those, the, the, the milk and the fruit juices. So a lot of people are starting to avoid those. So they're not getting their vitamin D. They're not eating their, their fatty fish necessarily. How many people eat salmon every single day? Not many. How many people are, are still eating gluten? Not, not as many as you think. Um, so, so really thinking about the fact that because we're starting to avoid these fortified foods, we're, we're not being outside as much, especially because of COVID, we're not getting vitamin D. So, so vitamin D is, is the big thing. There are also other things. Iodine is, is one. Um, so, so you can start supplementing iron and iodine from, from seaweeds. Um, you can start um, focusing on, on different uh, homeopathic type remedies. You can start eating different foods. Cruciferous vegetables are one that helps to metabolize estrogen, which believe it or not has, the, has a causal relationship on, on your testosterone. Um, all of these different things in combination, vitamin A, working on, on detoxing your liver, taking activated charcoal once a day or after your meals, 
taking high doses of, of vitamin C, about four grams a day, which also supports your immune system, killing two birds with one stone. All of these different things can naturally balance your hormones and upregulate your, your testosterone. All right, Laura, we got two questions for you. We got Laura's got a question and then Christine Marie's got a question. I love this. This is good. So you started taking something specifically in the last week or so. Is that specifically for men, whatever you're taking? And what is it? Because I still didn't really get what exactly you're taking. Yeah, so it's not actually anything specific. It's actually that combination of things that anyone can do. It's that that vitamin D, the vitamin C, the, the, the iron slash seaweed. Um, those three things specifically um, have been making the, the biggest difference. Oh, and also I, I, I didn't mention uh, filtered water. I didn't realize how much estrogen was being produced in my system because I was drinking poor quality water. So I start filtering my water through an alkaline water filter and the difference in my, my energy level and mood just changed dramatically. I mean, it's amazing how something so small can have such a, a large effect. And you drink a lot of water? I, I have started to. I was avoiding water like the plague because of how awful it was. My body just didn't want it coming out of that sink. You Get know? a hydro flask. Get a hydro yeah. flask and carry it with you everywhere. Yeah. Anything that, you know, I've, I've been, you know, making fun of people for carrying around. Everyone carries around these water bottles these days for a long time. But now that I'm now that I'm able to drink water and I'm doing it like like the difference is is huge. I had no idea. Nice. So uh, my question sort of dovetails into that. My sense is that the, the vitamins you're taking, you, you mentioned clearing the liver, this kinds of things. Is this sort of like an adaptogen? In other words, it helps your body adjust to whatever it is best and healthiest for your body. If you're a man, it will shift and increase your testosterone. If you're, or if you're in a male body, if you're in a female body, it, might, it, will, it will likely shift, um, uh, you know, the estrogen. So your balance, is that what, is that what you're talking about? So Absolutely. it's not just so, so men and testosterone. Right. So these will all have, have an adaptogenic effect. I mean, the, the key is, is that, like I said, focusing on the liver, these supplements are helping you detox your system. So you're starting with a clear system. When you're doing that, everything will naturally come into balance. And the, the key is getting everything out, detoxing, detoxing, detoxing. Nice. So then as your body, I was to say, as your body um, detoxes and adjusts, then your hormones come into a better balance for your, for your system. So it adapts Absolutely. to what you need. Okay. Absolutely. Thank you. Now, with food, because you're a chef, okay, a, you know, trained chef worked at, you know, Michelin restaurants, you, you and Namita have a lot in common here because Namita for many years, for a decade that I've known Namita has done uh, detoxing and cleansing uh, foods Ayurvedically through Namita's cuisine when she was doing her delivery service, because I know I did it. So Namita, what do you have to add on that as far as the spices? Well, before we go into the spices, can I say something about the hormones? Sure. So, because it's so super interesting, this conversation, especially, I have been thinking about all the young people who are locked in the house. It brings us back to Dr. Laura before um, that was talking about the lack of contact that people have, especially when our hormones are being flourished in our teens from 13 to 19 at least they are going wild naturally, which is why they express themselves through sports, through girlfriends, through contacts, um, through boyfriends. I mean, there is this whole denial that, that no one, no, obviously we can support it. Um, I totally agree, Mountain Sage, that 
support that. But there is a natural dysregulation, unfortunately, that seems to be a consequence of this isolation. And I feel that it's super hard on piping organs, I mean, hormones at that age. I don't know if that you would agree with or not, but. Absolutely. As, as stress increases, testosterone drops and estrogen gets crazy funky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I remember Swami that taught me all about Ayurveda always said that um, most problems in our body are hormone based. And so continuing to support with supplements, with diet, um, it doesn't have to be detoxing. You don't need to be there is an element of balance also about nurturing food during what feels like an imprisonment of sorts. So, you, you know, uh, making it go through more severity and diets and more discipline, unless that's what you're craving for. I just want to make sure that the reminder of Ayurveda to keep being gentle on ourselves. Laura, we've got like 20 seconds left. You're the you're the youngest. Guess what? We're going to have to wait to have you say what you were going to say <laughs> until next week, because that was a quick minute. OK, well, sounds good. Teen Sports Radio is here to service the community. We have a couple of commercials that we're willing to support our local businesses. Please contact us. Please like us on Facebook. Please, please, please stay together. God bless you all. See you next week. Oh, God bless you. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God.